0: Riders of the storm, baby. <laughs> is that what you call yourselves? <laughs> no, we call ourselves ourselves Stormwater. So. But you're the riders of the storm. Yeah, man.
1: This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics.
0: This is Jacob Bratz with JLB Morelia, and you are listening to the Herpeticulture Podcast. This is Jacob Roth with J.O.B. Moralia, and as always, I'm here with...
1: Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. This is episode
0: 19 19. of the Herpeticulture Podcast.
1: No guests this episode. Yeah, we
0: are joined by... Ourselves. Nobody. Monty. Monty,
1: the cat. He's over there. What is he even doing? He's chasing chasing a shadow. A shadow? I think he is, That's a dumb cat, dude. I
0: love that guy. Dude, me too, man. He's awesome. my buddy. I really like that cat. He's pretty cool. He's yeah.
1: like the chillest cat I've ever had. He is pretty chill. Even though he's not even mine.
0: Dude, my my mom's old cats, they still would do it like back my when I kept you? like tanks at the at their house. Like when I was younger, like the cats would go upstairs and like step on them and, Yeah. So, That's would, what mine did it too. It and they me I off, had man. to keep my
1: room closed. The cats would always knock stuff over, yep. stand, sit on top of tanks with the screen lids. And, I had
0: one literally bend in my uh my screen lid. I'm sure the cat kind of fell in and then got out. Luckily, mm-hmm. my hog nose didn't escape.
1: It's probably buried. Didn't care.
0: No, actually, she wasn't. I'm I'm lucky the cat. My male like. Your male
1: stays buried. Yeah, he doesn't. He's like a sand boa. He just.
0: They like to the burrow, bro. They're cool. Yeah, they're doing good. Hognose
1: snakes. My male eats when he feels like eating.
0: I wonder if that's a male thing. Because it must be because like, my I've male, heard from multiple
1: people. Like, just reading and stuff that females, they'll eat regularly all the time. Yeah. Males, like, maybe if it's a full moon,
0: yeah. they'll eat. My male, man, he <coughs> he would go, he would eat solid for a couple months. And yeah, I've heard that, the too. The other couple like, will be done.
1: It'll be almost seasonal.
0: Yeah. And it, it happened pretty much like I mean,
1: work. I don't really worry about it too mm-hmm. much. Like, at first, I was kind of like, this is, like snakes not eating like this is weird you know and i mean obviously he knows then what he'd food ring is. like I'd, i offer him food all the time yeah. I throw away a ton of pinkies because i usually like i found that actually with the hogs especially like if i leave them in overnight like they won't touch them immediately but i'll wake up the next morning and they'll be gone even yeah. if they've been like sitting out for a few hours like yeah. I, I don't know but sometimes i'd wake up and the pinky would be gone most of the times i don't but either way like i said he kind of eats what he wants yeah. to female like i feed her she usually it's gone the next day. So, I don't know. Yeah, I don't worry about it anymore. Yeah. Like, so. He's still kicking. So... Hey, it's <laughs> that doing well. That's yep. all that matters. They're like a year old and they've... Like, especially the male, he's barely grown. Yeah. Females seems to be growing pretty nicely, but... Male's still small and pissy.
0: Yeah. Dude, my male was a he's little... He's moody. My male was a little dick, man. The, the male that I had, he... He would hiss and puff and yep. smack you. That's this one. I mean, constantly, man. He he hated everybody. He wasn't like that when he was little. It only happened when, um, as he grew, kind of became sub adult, adult yeah. size. You know, he was still only freaking that big yep. as an adult, but, um, but he was a little jerk. They're cool snakes. Like they're so yeah, much they're fun. Just, they're so cool, man. Like I there's lo- something I lo- about no snakes, man.
1: Well, there's something about just small, simple. Pockets. pick like, colubrid projects that yeah. I, I'm attracted to. Oh, yeah, obviously. You know, like, I corn mean, snakes, hogs, the bears, it's rats. It's very like,
0: apparent that you like your little colubrid It's stuff. just,
1: like, the stuff that, like, it's not, it's the right. opposite of, not really chondros, because I'm not saying chondros are difficult, but right. I don't have to worry about those things nearly as much. Like, they yeah. don't eat, whatever. Yeah. They have a bad shed, no oh, big yeah. deal. You know, like, there's just, it's so much... It's simple. Less stressful, yeah. Yeah.
0: (coughs) Fun species to work with.
1: I don't have to worry about the bears not eating. Yeah. Hogs are a different story. Let me try and fix this cord because this thing's like rattling. (laughs) (coughs) I'm about to get some water and I can't breathe. Like, my sinuses are acting up. You got a cold? (coughs) No. I don't know what it is. No, I just can't breathe. Probably all the cigars smoke. Probably. Anyways. I have something to do with it. Might. But speaking of beards. Beards. The yeah, the beards rats. I mentioned in the last episode with uh this is really driving me nuts.
0: You can fix it. You hear can, it? Yes, I can hear it. Fix it. Well stop like, messing with it. I don't it. understand
1: why it does that. I'm not even touching the thing. Okay.
0: <laughs> Problem solved. Problem solved. Yeah. Um Anyways.
1: Yeah, so when we had Billy on, I mentioned that I went to Columbia the weekend before last. I picked up some darts. I picked up another pair of Bairds rats that I'm pretty excited about. They're freaking rocking and rolling. They came from Fleming reptiles, which they do not have the most stellar of reputations, as I came to find. The snakes are actually really healthy and eating great. I have no complaints. The price is right. The people were really nice.
0: Did you treat them for, like, you know, mites and stuff? At like, this you know, point, like, if line? they
1: come in, I frontline spray yeah. them. Like, it doesn't matter if I, you know, they don't look like they do. I, if they come in, they get yeah. either the snake gets treated or I just spray the paper towel, you know, once on each side, let it dry out a little bit and just leave it in there. Yeah. It's just and ounce of prevention. Yeah. I you don't know. Frontline sure. spray, uh, one of those bottles of frontline spray will last me a
0: hot minute. Dude, I've had my bottle for a really long time i was
1: pretty skeptical about how well that works until i did it i'm sold yeah dude crap
0: works one and done
1: it's so nice to not add like with ivermectin yeah. solution which i do like as well but you have to keep it somewhere dark right you know you don't know if it's even good anymore or
0: not you have to you, know, and you have to use it like a couple of times like it's not yeah good just in one hit it's you not know?
1: i mean even then with the with the front line if i'm treating just the cage i'll I'll hit them and then, like, you know, maybe a week, week and a half later. Yeah. When I change out the paper towel, just do it again.
0: Yeah. If I have, like, visible mites, which, you know, I have, I have really haven't dealt with. Um, I've frontlined my animals. I did once, like, last year. I did last year at some point um, just to be on the safe side. I got some new stuff in and I had a little bit of a scare with them. So I went ahead and treated everything even though they're in a separate room and stuff um i went ahead and front line to every animal i had and i haven't had any problems um but if i had an animal that had like visible mites and it was a problem i would hit him with front line probably once um and then mm, a couple of days later hit him again just to be on the safe side you know mm-hmm. from what i from what i know um and, you know, in case anybody doesn't know, uh Stephen Kotz, you know, this is a method that he uses a lot and it's a he has got a video on his page, on his YouTube page, um, that he pimps around a lot when every when anybody um um talks about concern with mites mm-hmm. and um he he says, you know, it's pretty good with just one hit because it stays in their bloodstream. It's you know,
1: I noticed like just spraying it in the in the tubs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if I would spray it in the tub. It is alcohol-based, but it's also, like, oily. Right. Like, when you rub it, like, if I, you know, if I did a light spraying on the inside of a tub and then Mm -hmm. wiped it down, you'd notice it, like, would still kind of be there.
0: Well, I've never put it on a cage. I only put it on animals. But I know what you're saying. Even when it's dry, the animals have, like, a bit of a sheen. Yeah, it's, like I said, it's it's odd because it's alcohol-based,
1: but it's still, it's, like... It's right. oily. It's it's very, it's it's very an odd substance, but it yeah, works.
0: It works great. Um, and when
1: I treat the cage with it, I don't do it very heavy Like yeah, I said, if it's a paper towel and it's like a small snake like those, like literally a little little, little, small squirt on each side of the paper towel that I'm putting in there, let it dry out for a few minutes and put them away. Yeah, no problems.
0: Yeah, I've always just put it straight on the animals because they say it stays in their bloodstream, and so if if your mites have like laid eggs mm-hmm. or something already in the cage, you know, since it'll still be in their bloodstream when the eggs hatch, they'll go to feed on the animal. And when they feed, they die. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's, and then at that point it knocks them, knocks them dead.
1: I just, so, I mean, if the way I see it is like, yeah, you can spray the animal, but to me, if they're a smaller animal, like a birds or, mm-hmm. you know, like neonate birds or anything like that, that's smaller. If you spray the paper towel you know I feel like that's probably enough but I don't know like I said I haven't had any issues since I started using
0: it yeah my only concern with it you know again you're the one that's actually sprayed on paper towels just being that it's a, a poison you know I don't really I wouldn't really want it in the substrate but yeah and i mean different from it being on the animal but if i have that's just a personal if there's a
1: snake with mites and there's loose substrate i ditch the (laughs) loose substrate pretty much right away oh yeah no any um,
0: anything loose substrate if if an animal has mites or even in quarantine i don't use yeah i mean just like the
1: ivermectin solution right uh spray the substrate spray the snake but keep it fairly don't get too heavy-handed with it right um Yes. And I've definitely, been, I've done definitely that with not definitely not now use, and not having any problems,
0: definitely not something to use in excess of, <coughs> yeah. like use a lot of it. it's like i said it's a it's a poison, you know, so uh, too much too much a good, of a good thing is a bad thing mm-hmm. so
1: but other than that, I mean bears are doing really well, eating like crazy um
0: yeah children and I coming up, your children and I uh-huh. Yeah, those are getting getting some sizes. Those think, are growing. Those think, are getting do you, fat. Do you think they're gonna go next year? Are you gonna try? Mm, next winter?
1: Probably. The male's been kinda of weird about food lately. The female still eats like he's a He's probably pig.
0: he's probably hitting maturity, so he may be going into that he's wanting to getting breed getting pretty mode. close. Yeah. How, what year were they
1: hatched? They 16? are twenty sixteens, I believe.
0: Yeah, so the male's coming up on But I've like been slow growing, I'm age. like
1: my female should be Right, right. But Considerably I don't know if, bigger than what she is, but right. as we mentioned before in a previous episode, I, you know, when it comes right. to feeding, I don't like really uh, hitting him heavy, beefing him
0: up. Yeah, yeah, but what I mean is like he's hitting the age of, you know, oh, yeah, maturity, in, so he may be kind of in breeding he's mode. He's in girl and, mode. Yeah, yeah, causing him to kind of possibly lay off the food a little bit.
1: I don't know. They're cool snakes. Yeah, I'd like more eventually. Yeah, they're fun. I want,
0: I want to get a pair of children eye, maybe from Riley. We'll
1: see. Yeah. His, his animals are Grossman animals. Yeah. Yep. And Anthony, I'm a firm believer that Andy produces some of the nicest children. I. Yeah, yours are
0: real nice. I really like how yours almost look almost kind of faded. Yeah, my male, like like faded, my male especially. Like, when my male
1: sheds, he's, like, blonde. Yeah. It's, really, it's a, cool. Yeah, really cool.
0: They're really cool-looking animals, for sure.
1: Like, where, I mean, you, we, with most children, I, you kind of see them, and you're kind of like, oh, like, it's, they all look up the same, mm-hmm. you know, it's whatever, but that male, man, he's yeah. I'm anxious to get that's more good. more of those little guys going. Not looking forward to dealing with babies and getting them to
0: start eating. Them, but. <laughs> yeah, that's my only like uh, reserve with mm-hmm. actually reproducing any uh, any of the anteresia species. Mm-hmm. So it may be spotted. Spotteds are a little heftier as babies, but even then, they're tiny.
1: Yeah, I've heard it doesn't matter so what small. species it is in the genus. They're just... They want lizards
0: and crap, don't yeah, they? They're yeah.
1: small and they're ornery and hmm. all that good stuff.
0: But uh, hmm. the dart
1: frogs are doing really well.
0: Yeah, I you got them. Uh, we haven't talked about dart frogs since uh, since you got them.
1: <clears throat> I got three phyllobates, phyllobates, however you want to pronounce it. I, prefer, I just naturally say phyllobates. Uh, phyllobates patatus, yeah. They're pretty cool. Um, I don't see them a ton. They're pretty shy, but. You know, they're out and about. They're doing well. Um Working on another vivarian builder right now that I'm pretty excited about. When that thing's done and looks planted, that thing's going to look pretty yeah, dope. For sure. Because I'm going to get another bromeliad in there. Um Probably use one of the three plants that's in there. Maybe not that staghorn fern, but the other mm-hmm. stuff. Uh <clears throat> Get that in there and that'll... That'll look good. Do you know what kind of
0: a, what species you want next?
1: I don't know. I'm thinking Lycamellis, which are the the bumblebees. Okay, got gotcha. you. The black and yellows. I was thinking thumbnail, but or a pair of them, but I just think Luke's will do better. If I can get a pair of Luke's in there, I think I'll be all right. Just gonna do a pair. Yeah. A little small for a trio. Just a tad. Yeah. Those do better in groups for the most part, but it's a uh, twelve by twelve by eighteen. uh Zoomed. It's a zoomed? Yeah, it's not a XO, it's exos. a zoomed. Huh. Which with those in particular nice. for anybody Yeah, for anybody who's curious, <laughs> those I do not prefer for Vivariums. If you want to get a glass top in there, there's like because the way the they design the lid on those, instead of just having the four little clasps on the top that you spin and just the whole lid pops out and it's just flat on each right like edge those it like goes you have to put it at an angle and then put it down there and it like clips oh, in and so those two so spots it doesn't those, work like the exoterra's no dude? so when those where those two clips are on the tank i have to take like a dremel or something and cut those out i guess so you. i can make it completely so i can lay glass on the top basically because right. right now i couldn't I got <clears throat> um yeah i mean that's that's about it not a whole lot going on other than that. Hopefully for some chondro eggs will be happening here in a few yeah, weeks. Yeah, man,
0: you got a solid lock. Mm-hmm. A couple of solid locks, not too long ago. All that rain we got. Yeah, that, uh, we got a lot of rain for a couple of days, and uh, it was like nonstop. It seemed like man, I was, mean like downpours. Yeah, like one. There was I think there was two nights where it was just the sky just straight up. Storm. The Riders up. of the Storm
1: were there. Shut up. <laughs> We were working <laughs> Beaver County storm water. Don't you forget it? Can you tell me? This is completely unrelated. Oh my gosh! Why is collecting rainwater illegal?
0: Collecting rainwater?
1: Mm-hmm. That's illegal. I'm pretty sure it is in most places. I
0: have no idea. I don't know why you think I would know that. Because Just because I work for storm water.
1: Storm water, riders of the storm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that little last, that little last part there isn't really necessary. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's because you're looking at my shirt right now. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I just mark pipes, man. I map. <laughs> That's. I'm. A, I'm an inspection technician, so I don't. I don't do any of the ground. Not in charge of that. I, I'm not in the, on the ground work. Like I do. Uh, I, I map out all the systems here and pipes, and I sit. In, I sit on an iPad all day. Working with GIS mapping, so. I don't know about any of that I'm going to
1: get some water and blow my nose.
0: Yeah, you to get some water and blow your nose? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll talk about my little situation while you're doing that. Okay. All right. Well, while <laughs> Justin's getting water I just, and... I can't breathe. <laughs> I have
1: to like, talk and I have to breathe at the same time. I can't do it.
0: And then... <laughs> Anyways. Uh, while uh, Justin's doing that, I'm gonna fill you guys in on a little bit of a situation that I had recently that <laughs> that was hot. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh from go anywhere in this house are you gonna hear? Yeah, I know. Sound like a
1: Velociraptor. Remember when they were
0: like <laughs> talking to each other in Jurassic Park three? <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you, dude. All right. Uh, um so Oh my god, dude, I can't focus with you blowing your nose. <laughs> so loud. Are you done? I think so. Okay. Um so I had a bit of a situation that uh kind of set me back a couple weeks ago. Um So I had a couple animals. I had two animals die on me uh pretty abruptly. Um when the first one went I when the first one went, I kind of I kind of put it to natural causes. Um she was an older animal, a larger animal, and I think at one point she was a bit obese. Um so I think that, you know, my assumptions were, you know, whatever happened she ended up developing some cancer and it was just time for her to go uh she was like i said she was a little older um and she kind of she went off food she lost a lot of weight pretty drastically and that's kind of what made me think uh cancer um so she eventually passed and um like i said i didn't think a whole lot of it i assumed like i said assumed it was some sort of cancer and i really at the time i really couldn't afford um um a necropsy you know so you know i wish i would have i wish i had kept her and you know but i disposed of her and then so so that process that whole process of her, uh, process of her going downhill spanned over not too long it was a pretty fast decrease and drop and then she was gone um <clears throat> so then maybe a week and a half two weeks later uh I had my one of my 2016 male pop wins, uh roll on me and he died very abruptly uh two weeks before you know he died he had eaten just fine um looking healthy as could be and then after a little bit he stayed in his hide after he after he ate um you know because all my snakes whenever I feed them they stay in their hides for a solid two days kind of sitting on the heat you know getting warmed up digesting you know whatever uh normal um so but after a couple days I noticed he still wasn't coming out he was hiding Pretty much constantly um so i didn't think much of it again you know he was just hiding thought he might may have been in sheds. that's another thing they do is hide a lot when they're in shed so again didn't think much of it um and then i one day i noticed a green uh bowel movement and that was kind of a red flag um i didn't I didn't know much about that. I didn't think it would be, I, I'd never seen that before, but you know, it definitely raised a few questions. Um, and then I tried to feed him the next day and he refused food. Um, he was just acting all kinds of weird. Um, he was running away from his food. And before this, he was a monster when it came to food, he loved food. Anytime he saw, you know his rat he destroyed it you know he was a great feeder super health, super super healthy animal all around and um so he <clears> when <throat> he refused food i knew something was going on and i noticed kind of his back half when he was just kind of sitting on his substrate um he was kind of limp in the back half and it was almost like laying on the side and he seemed like he had lost weight and you know, which wouldn't have made sense to me because again, he was eating just fine. Um, so I took him out, picked him up, and again, his back half was just pretty limp, and that was another sign of the the female that I had that uh, passed uh, a couple weeks before, and that you know, kind of the same thing that happened with her, basically the same except she was a little bit more drastic. Her total back half was pretty limp uh, all around, and it was you know, you could tell something wasn't right. And so the same thing started happening with him. And I noticed a kink right towards his cloaca. Um, Everything was not right. So the next morning, uh, I asked my girlfriend to book a vet appointment. And she did. And she was going to go pick him up for me while I was at work. Um, I leave for work very early. And I worked until 5 (laughs) o'clock. And uh, so this was the day after I tried to feed him. And you know, booked the vet appointment the next day. Girlfriend went over to my house, went to go get him, and he was gone. Um, So at this point, I said, "Okay, necropsy has to be done. We need—I need to figure out what's going on." Because at this point, I think it's something contagious, something that can be passed on. Because it's pretty rare to just lose two animals out of out of the blue, out of natural causes, you know, whatever whatever it may be. Um, So. She brought him in for the necropsy. Um, vet had a couple, you know, ideas. You know, she mentioned IBD. You know, worst I was, case scenario. Worst case scenario, IBD. But you know, that was. I don't know. I, the, from what I know about IBD, I, I was pretty sure it wasn't going to be that. Even though I kind of freaked out there for a minute. There
1: was always that little thing in the yeah, back of your you know, mind like, that's like, man what if it is? What if it is? Yeah. Like, what if it's that's
0: very. Yeah, that small chance that or it could something be, or like, something of like. Of course, n- I'm going to be the one, that, right? That, you know, it or or to. something like Nido. You know, is. <clears throat> um. So, a vet did a necropsy, and she actually ended up sending some samples back to um, another vet veterinarian in California. Uh, it took about a solid two weeks mm-hmm. for me to get uh information back, but I just got a call. Was it yesterday? I think it was yeah. yesterday. Yesterday that um, it came back, and it was actually a form of lymphostatic le- lymphostatic le- leukemia. Um, so a form of cancer. Um, Let me look it up. Cause I'm... Yeah, I sent you the pictures. Um, but so it I was a, a dog. it was a type of leukemia that you know there was a lot of th- lymphoblastic leukemia. Lymphoblastic leukemia. Um, so there was, you know, when they cut him open, um, there's a lot of, a lot of problems in the heart, the lungs, the brain, even in his eyes and stuff. Uh, there were, there was all kinds of stuff going on with him and that was what they diagnosed it as, um, extremely unfortunate for the animal because, you know, he was, he was very healthy before all this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, he he was a beautiful animal. I was so looking forward to getting him up to size and going for me. Um, he was gonna go next year. He had some really nice oranges on him. He was growing like a weed. Um, just an aw- awesome carpet all around. And um, I'm very upset that he's gone. But um, the glasses
1: know. also have full. Yes, because I it now I know it's it's
0: nothing. Yeah. Because this this whole process really uh, set me back. You know, it determined it, 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 whether yeah, or not he went forward. As yeah, far as like and I, stuff. I yeah, put that's... everything on hold because you know about the time that you know he died was I was about two weeks out from pairing up, mm-hmm. and uh, I would have already started. You know, I'd started yesterday as soon as I found out it was nothing that could spread. I paired up. I put a pair together. Um, but uh, this really put everything on hold for me, you know, cause I didn't know, cause if it was something that I had to treat, then I was going to cancel all breeding plans that I had this year. Um, I had a couple of sales pending that I had to put on hold. Um, so everything, it's, yeah, it really put up a big pause and a, it gave me a big scare, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, sigh of relief that nothing to be spread again very unfortunate for the two animals that i lost and i'm
1: actually curious if um, something similar happened to that female just given that there's you know symptomatically they were similar the amazon
0: no oh uh, the female yeah yeah, yeah. based on the things that happened you know it had to maybe not the same type but it had to be some type of cancer man they both lost weight <clears throat> very fast um, well that
1: and just like the back half being right limp right and, exactly like, is just very odd
0: yeah I'm kind of ticked off that I didn't freeze the female until I could mm-hmm. get a necropsy done but it is what it is at this point you know I can't go back and yep. uh, I regret doing it but hey you know you make mistakes you learn from them that's pretty so, much
1: my um, default now is if something dies it goes in the freezer yeah so that if it's anything else result. happens to anything my, else, like my it's think, there and I have something to compare it to, you know.
0: My thing was I didn't want to put it, the only freezer that I that had. That female was big. So she was massive. Was, yeah. you know, but I didn't want to put her in my freezer with all my frozen rodents because if she did have something, I didn't want it to yeah. somehow Contaminate. affect, yep. you know, the rodents, so I didn't want to do that. And the That's only other smart. freezers were my parents. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put a seven-foot carpet python in my yeah parents freezer so i didn't really have much of a choice there um so but you know do what you can so you
1: know what small stuff like that though with you know uh contamination and quarantine and sterilized environments and stuff that a lot of people don't think about you know something like that like putting in the freezer like right you know whatever if it has anything infectious like now it's all over the food that you're giving all your exactly. other snakes
0: and that was that was <laughs> the only reason i didn't tell uh tell my dad because my dad found her yeah um because uh, i've got some animals at my parents house that i'm treating uh, for ri and then she and then one other animal that i just haven't moved over to my new place yet or are mm-hmm. over there um so my dad found the one uh that had passed and you yeah. know he asked me what i wanted to do and my first thought was stick her in the freezer, but I was like, mm, "Can't Where put her. I'm go? not gonna put yeah, her. Yeah. I can't put her in my rodents." So, you know, did what I had to. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm just lucky. I'm just glad I was able to get the necropsy done on the IJ. But so that's been something I've been dealing with recently, and man, it it's
1: been a pretty crap week was, for both of us. Yeah, that yeah. was a,
0: that was hard, man. Like that that was a real blow to the to my well, confidence I almost barking. they're always barking but that that in general is just a real blow to confidence especially you know thinking you know because whenever an animal dies you think okay what could i have done differently to prevent that you know um yeah, so but, i mean that stuff was like that exactly just,
1: you know you had no control over right
0: it. you know especially now that i know it was cancer like there's mm-hmm. nothing i could have done about that there's no cure for that You know, there's nothing in in your environment that you could have done to save that. Um, So it's it was just kind of one of those things. But you know, at first, you know, thinking like, okay, this is some type of parasite. This is my fault. I didn't treat for it. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. Right. I just you know, know, it's just automatically where you didn't do anything about it. Right. You know, you feel like you know it's it's your fault. You feel like a bad keeper. Um, It was a real blow to the to the confidence that I that I had. Mm -hmm. Now that I know what it was, you know, I'm kind of out of that funk I was in, but. yeah, it's definitely not definitely not easy to deal with, man, you know, if uh especially, you know, as long as you take care of animals, you know, it's it's, it's part our, of the it's hobby definition. though. Yeah, it like is. I mentioned
1: to you, you know, this is it's kind of part of the game. Like it doesn't matter how, you know, if you keep reptiles long enough, eventually you're going to lose some. Right. Be it, you know, accidents, uh stuff like cancer that's just completely out of your control, RIs, mites, whatever. I mean, it's if you keep these animals long enough you're gonna you're gonna go through the growing pains that everyone else has right. gone through um yeah, you know at it's... this point like if i lose an animal like yeah it sucks but it's you know it's not something i you know i try to dwell on i right
0: i just just you take know, it in stride I, I and kind of
1: move on you know like i lost the one of the female amazons we got died yep. she had some sort of uh i don't know what it was but she had, like, a kink that showed up in her neck, like, overnight. Mm-hmm. There's nothing in that tub that should have had anything to do with that. No. She's not in a tall tub. She couldn't have fallen. Like, it was just, like, it just, it was there. <clears throat> and uh, she had trouble getting food down and stuff. And over the course of a week or two, she just, she went downhill. And she rolled, too. And it was one of those things. Well, that, you know, it sucks. Um, I tubed her. I felt that area to try and see what the deal was, and there wasn't anything that seemed out of the ordinary mm-hmm. um so I don't, it was just one of those freak things like who knows what it was uh Unfortunately, I couldn't get her to the vet because Doug was deathly ill he came back from Cancun and had some sort of really nasty flu or something that i mean he I don't think he's worked all week um so that happened, so I couldn't really get her to get X-rays done, which is what I was originally planning to do when Doug came back from wherever he went. Um, <clears throat> then the male cyania died. Well, the male cyania died before the female Amazon did. Yeah. He developed an RI. I would, f- uh, I was treating with gentamicin. Uh, force-fed mouse tails. The last two times I force-fed mouse tails, he gave them back like the same night. Mm-hmm and them being as small as they are and, and everything you know when they go downhill they go downhill kind of quick so right woke up and it was dead and wasn't terribly surprised but like i said it's one of those things just take it in stride you yeah. know i think everyone's with the internet and stuff now too a lot of people are really they don't want to admit that right. you know, they've because, lost animals or yeah, because honestly, they weren't as quick even, to
0: do something about some things. And
1: it's like, dude, right. everyone it's, has lost yeah. animals. Like It doesn't and matter I who see, you are. I see you have why, killed animals.
0: I see why nobody wants to like come out in a minute, though, because you always have that guy that just wants to be an asshole about it. You know, come at you with, a, you know, well, you should have done this, should have done well, that. And they haven't been you... keeping animals long enough. Wait, no, no, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> I get that. But that's why, like, you ha- always have those people and, like, you know, uh, guys like us, no, we know we know what we're doing. We know there was nothing, you know, not much we could have done about it. We lost it, move on. Uh, but you have those people that don't want to come out and say that because of that guy who doesn't want to, they don't want to get trashed. Nobody wants to get trashed, but, you know, it is what it is, I guess.
1: Everyone wants to be the Monday morning quarterback.
0: Monday morning quarterback.
1: Well, what I would have done would have been. Oh yeah, yeah. If I were Tom Brady, I would have done this. <laughs> like, well, you're not, and you didn't. So, shut up. Sit down. Yeah. It's it's unfortunate, and, but, but it's, with it's, stuff it's like part. that, like in your case, I think it is important to kind of post your experience about it in a sense because then if someone else notices it and they're like hey this you know, obviously you're not gonna you're not a vet so you're not gonna be able to say like hey this is what's happening with your snake but just saying like here's the symptoms I had here's you know publish the vet the the results of you know the necropsy and Mm -hmm. stuff and just be like this is what I noticed if you notice this you're gonna want to get your snake to a vet stat because get it checked out yeah look into it because it could be Right, something they could fix. It could be terminal. I mean, who knows? But just basically, like, mm. the hobby gets better from those experiences that we get, right? Because that adds just to the the you know the well of knowledge that we have. And, right,
0: and there there's a lot <laughs> of research going into uh, cancer within you know snakes. Uh, Justin and I have been talking to Mister Harlan Wall mm-hmm. um, a bit about it, and I actually sent him the details of uh, my necropsy. And, um, it's hopefully going to be put to good use for research and whatnot. Um, there's a lot going into the, the cancers within snakes, um, trying to figure out how it comes about, why it comes about, um, if it's something that he thinks it's
1: me and him talked about it and he, he has a pretty strong hunch that it's, it's most cancers, no matter what it is are the results of a virus, a virus. Which kind of makes sense because right. if you know what viruses are designed to do as far as DNA and RNA and what cancer does, mm-hmm. you know, as far as cells multiplying, you know, beyond what they're supposed to be, right. it kind of makes sense because a virus is going to rewrite RNA and DNA strands depending on what it is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And granted, I'm no expert in virology, but it's something that I like to read about. Mm-hmm. Um, it it kind of makes sense. Obviously, I'm not a doctor. Who knows? But it's interesting to think about nonetheless. Uh <clears throat> but he uh it seems like cancer in snakes in general seems to not be terribly uncommon. No, I've see I keep seeing more and more cases. And of I'd it. actually be curious if we could find someone to come on and talk about because I mean we could get Harlan to come
0: on and talk about it, or at least ask if he'd be willing to if we get Harlan on theories. it's gonna be like a five episode series. <laughs> <laughs> Because there's just so much (laughs) stuff to talk about. Yeah. uh, He'll cover the gamut. We'd have to hone him in on different topics. Four-hour, four-part series. Specific topics. (laughs) Start at noon, end at nine. But if
1: there's like a cool, if there's some sort of vet that specializes in cancer and and reptiles, you know. Which I'm sure they exist somewhere. We could find them, I'm sure. That'd be interesting. Yeah, it'd be cool episode. Because it's pretty well documented in really old condros. Mm-hmm cancer um seems like with carpet pythons it's not uncommon with older animals
0: see i thought that's why i was kind of brought <laughs> back by knowing it was leukemia because from what i've seen it's mostly older animals yeah that's it. what surprised me too but, it was like uh, that
1: animal he was like what two yeah he was a 16 yeah
0: yeah i honestly couldn't believe uh that he had it at that that such a young age but you know it's uh it's
1: it's one of those things you know you have no control over it like it just right it's that roll of the dice,
0: shit happens, you yep, know. It's pretty much yeah, keep pushing on, um not let it, not let it stop you, you know,
1: I don't know, and I mean, like I said, I don't like to get too upset about it, you know, I should probably be slightly more upset about it than I usually am, but it's hard to explain, like to me, maybe it's because i've just I've been keeping stuff so long, and i've you know i've I've killed a lot of animals in my day since I was a kid it's happened uh, probably more than I would like to admit obviously not as of lately except for with what happened over the week mm-hmm. um, but that's like I said that's part of the hobby anyone who says that they haven't killed a handful of animals if you've been in this hobby long enough is probably lying Right. and I yeah, understand I, why
0: people get upset but yeah. to me it's just kind
1: of like you if you dwell on it doesn't bring him back it doesn't you know nope. just it's a you know it's a shot in the nuts just the, the
0: deed is done you know keep going yeah keep pushing yeah i haven't I haven't killed i've had a couple animals die on me um thinking back i had a little uh um stimson's uh spotted python cross mm-hmm. the best arty um that rolled on me pretty much out of the blue eating fine. No problem. One day dead. I think it actually squeezed itself up in a, up in the corner of a tub, up one of those little six quart mm. tubs with the latches. There's a little spot where they can squeeze in. And I feel like he, cause that's where he was. He's like draped over. It, and I think he squeezed himself in there and somehow suffocated and couldn't get out. Hmm. I don't know. Very weird. Um, I had him pass and then I had a, actually had a yellow rat snake that rolled on me it was a very um it was sent to me as a gift (laughs) by uh an ex-girlfriend and uh she wasn't my ex at the time but sent to me by a very not reputable breeder at all um kind of on surprise she's like oh by the way you're gonna have a rat snake in your mail tomorrow and i was like three you, mites you're being for real right now like why did you do that You <laughs> hope so
1: my aunt did that with a scorpion she sent it to me in the mail oh expecting my it to be dead upon arrival and it was still alive and i was like yeah i got so excited
0: why did she expect it to be dead <clears throat> i don't know or, she, de- or did you in, expect it to be dead? no she
1: expected it to be dead because i lived in 29 palms at the time out in California. Mm. And she was like, oh, we sent, we're sending Justin a scorpion we found. They sent him in a
0: jar. They found it? Oh, and I thought you meant like she bought one. No, yard. no.
1: Like they found it in their yard. And she just what? put it in a glass jar and shipped it to us. And Dude, expected it to world. not be alive. I don't know what I was supposed to do with it if it was dead. Because when scorpions die, they smell like just like any other animal does. Jeez. And it got open. It was alive. <laughs> it was awesome. We had no idea what species it was. It was a Desert hairy, but jeez, it was a great... I thought it was the coolest thing ever. It was my first Scorpion. I ran down the street with it oh. in the jar and I went to go and found my neighborhood friend. <laughs> oh was my like, God, I was like, dude, check hate... it out. This thing was supposed to be dead and it's not. <laughs> oh it lives. Man, that's hilarious. Adjust the gain a little bit. There we go.
0: That's so funny. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, It was and a good, good day. Then that, other than the yellow rat snake, I had these two roll on me. I had... Uh, a couple leopard died when I was younger. Um,
1: I lost some chameleons. I had chameleons as a kid.
0: Chameleons.
1: I, yeah, they didn't work out well. <laughs> I had a veiled. It was really mean. Aren't they it was all small? There? And it one day just wasn't acting right. I don't know. It must have been stress. Here's like I had it in my room. I had a small ficus tree. I didn't even have it in a cage. I just I, I had this ficus are you, tree. Are you serious? Assuming it would stay in that ficus tree and I would come home every night and it wouldn't be in the ficus tree. And Dude. so I'd spend
0: How like, old were you?
1: Ooh, eleven?
0: Twelve? <laughs> so did you just how did you get this chameleon? <laughs> what do you mean? Did your parents buy it for you? I don't even remember. Because I know you can't just walk in the Pets Mart yeah, as an 11-year-old and buy it. I don't remember
1: how I got my hands on it. It was really mean. And so, like, I'd come home and I'd be like, I can't find the chameleon. It's in my room somewhere. It wasn't very big. It was a small one. Oh, my God. And it'd be, like, on the curtains above my window. It would be, like, on my bed. And it one day just was acting weird and just... It, died well, and yeah, I, I was freaking crying and oh my god dude I was I loved that chameleon it was an asshole but I loved him and he just
0: dude I tell you oh I the cried. the worst the worst uh snake death that I I ever had um it was my first very first ever snake very first one it was i like, killed my first one too. Dude it was I, I see it's my first no, one. Now I say hold on. let me let me tell let me tell my story bro all right chill <laughs> but, uh, Go. I had been bugging my parents for God knows how long months trying everything I could to let them have let me have a snake get to get them to let me have a snake. And they finally caved and got me this little albino corn snake from Petco. And man I, I was I was happy as could be. I had wanted a snake for years. Finally got this thing. Had the tank all set up, heat, lights, all that garbage, you know. And it was doing great for a couple months. Yeah, I think it was like two or three months. And then one day it didn't eat. And then how do
1: you kill a corn snake? Dude,
0: just I, it came from <laughs> Petco, man. All right. And uh, did you feed it I the was, same day? <laughs> we're not. Don't even start with me. <laughs> um, so I was outside <laughs> playing baseball and by myself. By the way. That's depressing. I was throwing a ball up and hitting it with my bat. That's really depressing. (laughs) I mean, it was fun, all right? Um, And then uh, I came inside and went upstairs like, yeah, let's look at the corn snake. I peeked in, and he was like going crazy in his cage. I was like, no, like what's happening? So I opened up the cage. I reached in and picked him up, and he just starts rolling around in my hands, and he just stopped moving and died in my hands, dude i lost it i mean dude i i i swear i cried for three days like
1: i can totally see straight, you in your front dude. yard just throwing that pull up <laughs> dude, and that's, swinging that's what you're
0: focused on right now dude and
1: swinging and missing not nah, swinging and missing i right? hit them all and swinging and missing i hit them all dude i was the best. and then you that. went and got them yourself
0: yeah i picked it up I just and picked, it you it hit there.
1: it back and forth across the yard
0: yeah <laughs> It was fun, man. I played baseball back in the day.
1: I did too. I hated it.
0: My parents still have because I was a I was a pitcher for a while. So my and uh, I so I would practice like every day, practice my pitching. And uh, my parents still have a big old dent in their fence from where I would practice my pitching and throw the ball up against the the fence. They weren't very happy with me, but. But yeah, so very first so corn... Really st- about, what, the, what are you doing right now, dude? What? We don't have a guest on this time. You just want to screw around? No. What's what wrong with you?
1: I was gonna play a song for you.
0: <laughs> no, we're not playing songs for right the now.
1: corn snake. <laughs> I don't know what. does what,
0: what is that sound? What's going on right now? I don't D- know. Dude! Dude! <laughs> bro! Oh man!
1: Oh man! I I'm going straight to hell. Who's coming with me?
0: Dude, I was like, I was like 11 or 12 when that happened, bro. Like, <laughs> that was traumatizing, man. <laughs> I was so upset for so long about that, man. and then, But yeah, so it died in my hands, by the way. Just thought I'd say that again. Very first snake I ever had that I had wanted for the last five, six years. Finally got and died in my hands. But anyways. Dreams are meant to be destroyed. Yeah. After that, uh, I actually got a ball python from Petco again. I'm
1: noticing a trend here.
0: No, it did not die, dude. I had that sucker all through high school actually before high school i'm pretty sure i got him when i was in middle school i can't remember um i had that sucker all through the rest of middle school and all through high school and he he was great he lived till i went to college and then i gave him away because i didn't have space for a ball python because he was in kind of a big cage he's one of those massive exoterras it's like th- three foot by eighteen by eighteen or something.
1: Doug's got a really big one in the shed out there that's got Dark Frog Tank written all over it. Be perfect for a group of tanks. Nice. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> 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 oh my god! I dude. didn't even know it was in there. Like I walked in there the other day and I was like, "What is that?" in the corner, covered in cobwebs and dust, covered is in this huge and Exoterra. And I'm like. Dang. What are we doing, just sitting on this thing? Like, what are you talking about? Jesus, let me get it. Okay, I can have it. You trade me that big white cage for it. I actually might want to do that. It's not even my tank to trade you, but I'll trade it. <laughs> I have no idea what shape it's in. It's buried under some other boxes uh, and stuff, so the, the screen could be all busted. Yeah, it probably is.
0: I don't need your crap anyways.
1: But, just like you, I too killed my first snake. Let's hear it. It was a warm... summer. Was it summer? I don't know. It was a warm day in Goose Creek, South Carolina. Goose Creek, South Carolina. I had found, or my dad was out hunting and he had found... a little... Decay snake I think is what it was I'm Pretty sure that's what it was It was It was a little sterraria. Mm-hmm. Um and He brought it home I put it in a little Critter keeper With some leaf litter And then I Left it On my I had like a what, bunk... what, what kind of snake was this? It was a decay snake Decay snake A little sterraria, little brown snakes oh, Yeah Uh and I, had, at the time I had a bunk bed because I was a badass, <laughs> <laughs> but it had this cool little desk under it that like had a little extension. And so I left it on that little extension and it just so happened that that extension gets hit with direct sunlight in the last half of the oh day. Oh my gosh, dude. And so that's where it was. And so I came over from school and went to go check on my little friend. He was fried to a crisp. Like, not original recipe. Extra crispy.
0: (laughs) Extra crispy.
1: And so I, I too, killed my first snake. I was six or seven, I think. Had to be around then. I'm surprised your dad let you take care of snakes at six or seven. (sighs) I think they knew that thing was screwed when they gave it to me.
0: I had leopard geckos when I was six or seven. It's on Leopard to Geckos. Honest, to be honest, with around the same time mom. I had
1: that chameleon that veiled. My mom usually took care of the Leopard Geckos. So. This is, like, the most exciting episode we've ever done. <laughs>
0: We're not going to get any views on this. This
1: is, like, an episode of NPR. Like, people put it on to fall asleep. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Think about what you just said, dude.
1: <laughs> NPR, not MPR. Oh, NPR.
0: Oh, I thought you said NPR. I was like, dude, that was like like kind of shitty to say. N
1: as in Nancy, P as in Peter, R as in Ricky.
0: What is NPR? National
1: Press Radio. No. They actually do like a really late night jazz hour. That's actually pretty legit. No. With some lady that hosts it and she's like a billion years old. But she's from like the '50s, and she or something. And she was—I don't know. She was. She's all into it when yeah. she does her little Betty White hour.
0: Mm. <clears throat> yeah. guys. Justin and I are pretty tired. It's been a long couple weeks. I've been—I've been so busy between work and the snakes and everything going on. I have long days. I'm up at 5:30 every day, working till five.
1: Yeah, well, so. some of us have real problems. I don't. I have to be to work at ten.
0: And you just Most sit around, days, and you just sit around and smoke cigars all day.
1: Uh my job is pretty, pretty baller.
0: I kind of hate you for it, but it's whatever. I don't care that much.
1: My biggest worry is just trying to stay awake. <laughs> <laughs> Like, anyway, oh, man, I gotta watch Mission Impossible two for the fourth time this week because that's all it's on, oh and God. I gotta drink beer. Like, oh my crap, it's this a, sucks. It's a hard I need life. Need a man. union. Unionized. It's a hard life. It is, but I, it has its pet peeves on me. My knee itches. Can I? This is completely unrelated to reptiles, oh God, but dude. this is a friendly PSA from your friendly neighborhood tobacconist. If you go into a cigar shop, my God, for the love of God, don't walk in. Touch every cigar you look at. Hold every cigar up to your nose. In the humidor. Try to smell it through the cellophane. And just touch everything. And just touch everything. Put everything back in the box the way you found it. Don't put them back in the box upside down. Don't put them in the box all like not laying flat, just <sighs> all wonky. The nose thing is what really irks me. It's like, dude, the smelling. like these dudes like straight up come in and put it like right. I mean, really like rub right it up, on right there. up to the nose. And I'm like, dude, people gotta like put their mouth on that and stuff. And then the yeah. smelling, it, like, you can't smell a cigar through the cellophane. It's not going to happen.
0: I mean... There's a thing called cigar it. shop etiquette, and a lot of I mean, people don't can, know it. You, what if what if we take it out of the wrapper and then put it up to our nose?
1: Some of them do that. Like, they literally, like, break the label. I was kidding. Open it up, and then they will, like, oh push gosh. it almost out of the cellophane just to smell it, and then put it back in, but it never... Like, that cellophane never goes back like, folds back the way it was before you did that. And so now we can tell someone has opened it, and then no one buys that one because they think that someone's been messing with it. Right. So then it just sits on the shelf for an eternity. That's it. Are you done? Oh my god. I feel like this whole episode just <laughs> happens like it's like molasses. Yeah, dude. It's, like...
0: it's uh, We've been slacking a little bit. But eh, we do what we can, I guess.
1: I think it's just a lack of caffeine at this point.
0: Yeah. Well. Well. What else you got?
1: (laughs) I feel like there's something I'm forgetting. You think what you...
0: I'm really struggling. We're almost. I mean, we're at 55 minutes anyway. 55 so. minutes. Mm. Well, uh, real quick, I'll throw in something about my the, the pairings I've got going this year. Oh yeah, yeah. That's um, probably what it was. Probably what it was. Uh, so, for anybody who listens, if you're interested in, you know, some of my pairings this year, I'm pretty excited about. Um, obviously, you guys know I'm a big fan of pop carbon oh, really? pythons. No, actually, I hate them. Just kidding. Anyways, oh, good one. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, but uh, I just yesterday I put um, I have a pair of GQ Hannibal by uh, VPI Head Granite one Carbon Pythons. Uh, pure, obviously, they're they're pure Poplins. Um So they just got paired up yesterday um so hopefully they'll go uh you guys can check out my instagram for pictures of those there should be some up there um along with that i have a semi-striped really dark female um that will be going to a farm hatched male um that was also got a really nice stripe um it's really nice purples going on on the sides when he's all fired up um so that's probably the pairing I'm most excited about. Really hoping for some partially striped, possibly full stripe babies. I doubt it, but, you know, some partially striped stuff. Um, really, It's going to be a really good pairing. Really excited about them. Um, they'll go good together. So hopefully that plays out. Um, yeah. The female was produced by Stephen Cotts. Um, I have the background on her and kind of how she, you know, the background on the parents and how they came about, et cetera, et cetera. Again, the male is farm hatched. Um, so, if you're interested in anything in that, let me know. Hopefully, he's gonna eggs. be the guy. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm. I'm definitely not gonna be the guy anytime soon. But, and you're on your way, uh, we'll see. And I along with it. along with that, um, you're I've a got a... hip
1: young gunslinger.
0: Dude, stop. <laughs> Finger guns. <laughs> 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 um and along with that um i have a 50 percent uh ij jag going to my big pop one female um so i have every idea they'll link up um they tried last year but i was unsuccessful um due to some living problems and temperature fluctuations and it, it just wasn't good but that's neither here nor there. This is this year, new season, new living situation. I think we'll be good to go. Um, so hopefully produce some nice-looking 75% IJ Jags. The male is pretty cool. I know a lot of people kind of like the clean Jags, you know, that real clean, crisp pattern. But uh, he's actually super dirty. He's got a lot of black uh, fleck, fleckling or fleckling, fleckling, fleckling. Fleck. I don't know right flecking Flecking. no what flecking flecking oh flecking that's the flecking. word flecking anyway <laughs> he's got a lot of black flecking Bombay all through, <laughs> all through his body um his scales have like black tips on them it's he's a very interesting looking jag um so he's a 50/50 again and uh I'm interested to see what his babies look like at 75% IJ or pop one Pop Seventy-five
1: point five two three percent.
0: Pop one Jack just sounds weird. I don't like saying it, but probably gonna have to catch on. Pop one Jacks. So fifty percent pop one Jack going to my pop one, and uh, so we'll see what he can produce. Uh, he's a big boy. He's the biggest male I have. He's closing in on. He's closing in on six feet long. He's a he's a big snake. Um, but he's really cool. So those are my three pairings. Uh you guys can check everything out on my Instagram if you're at all interested. Um shoot me a message. <sighs> had a couple of people hit me up about this. So about what? About my pairings. Oh, cool. A couple people that are like, "Put me on the list." I'm like, "Yeah, I don't really have a list, but I'll let you know." So
1: Man, I'm scrolling through the the Facebooks.
0: Dude, we're doing a podcast, and you're on. No, I'm like, I'm looking for Facebook.
1: like, dude, the freaking etherists that people are producing in Europe, like the squams and stuff, are freaking unparalleled. They are producing some of the coolest looking squams I've ever seen. Just since we were talking about that the other day, it made me think about it.
0: Yeah, I really want squams, but.
1: <clears throat> There's a lot of stuff I want that I'll probably never have. Like yeah. a life.
0: <laughs> or my soul. Yep. But, anyways, I guess this concludes episode. Nineteen of the Herpetoculture 19. podcast. Bobby uh, sorry, this episode was a little bland this, for anybody. Yeah, we you know. I get... was expecting. I'm a little disappointed, but it's recorded.
1: It's something. You're the one that's all tired. I am I'm stupid tired. <laughs>
0: but you'd you know, be amazed at how much
1: watching movies and smoking cigars oh takes it out God. of you. God, shut up. You know. We have shut the up. coffee and stuff. Stop. but It's just not enough. Stop talking.
0: I will strike you. Uh,
1: you know, it's my hand gets tired doing this all day back craning back and forth. You know. This and, concludes episode nineteen. And doing <laughs> this with the remote. Dude, go, I'm go, I'm go, so actually. sick of you. <laughs> Sometimes I have to walk upstairs to go to the bathroom. Oh man. <laughs> Some of us have real problems. Okay Brods. Can't all be Riders of the Storm. Oh, my God.
0: Well, this is Jacob Ross (laughs) with J-O-B Morelia. You can check me out on Instagram and Facebook uh let us know what you think of our podcast not particularly of this episode (laughs) uh very bland and we apologize just we've had a lot going on it's probably not as bad as we think it is
1: i come to find actually that most episodes when i think that they were kind of like train wrecks which is a lot of them (laughs) (laughs) i go back and listen to them like oh that's not nearly as bad as it seemed as when i was doing it yeah i guess it's like being drunk at your middle school dance. You thought you can't dance, but then you see the videos of you on YouTube, and you're like, "Oh, it's not Yay. that bad." And Sadie Hawkins dance went pretty good.
0: I didn't have a middle school dance. Me neither. Or Actually, I've never here's, been to a Sadie here's Hawkins a screwed dance. Up story because for I was you. homeschooled.
1: Just real quick. Oh God. So I asked this girl to go with me <laughs> to middle school dance, and she said yeah. And then we got there, and I kind of ditched her. <laughs> Dude. I was nervous. I didn't dance. I,
0: I, was I ex- wasn't really... I was expecting it to be the other way around.
1: It honestly. just... And then her friend called me like a scumbag. And granted, this is like the 8th grade. So you're like 13. It, just, it actually... It hurt. <laughs> she told me that. I was like, oh, God. That's like worse than being called oh, something like... Oh. You're a bastard. She's like, you're scum. I was like,
0: oh. My soul. <laughs> you're scum off the bottom of my shoe.
1: It was... You know, I felt I mean, I felt bad, but it was weird. I was like, I don't want to dance. I still don't want to dance. I went to a wedding over the weekend, and I told Katie, I'm like, I'm not dancing. I don't care if it's fast or slow, I ain't doing it.
0: What about at your wedding? No. Dude, you're dancing at your wedding. I'll
1: dance with a cigar in my hand. But you better,
0: Dude, are you kidding me You right better now?
1: pump some serious alcohol into me to make that happen. Dude, you won't slow dance. Like the you won't of, slow
0: dance with your wife the day you get married. The amount
1: of alcohol I will need to dance is the same amount of alcohol that probably kills most people.
0: Dude, you're seriously not going <laughs> to dance with your wife the day you get married. That's I like don't a thing. know yet. You have to.
1: I mean, if I have to, yeah, I'm not a dancer. I don't I'm barely even a social person. I mean, I'm a hermit. I work I come home play with my cat even he doesn't want anything to do with me right now look at him
0: he's asleep What? Are you doing? <laughs> any
1: other time he's like in my face all the time screaming at me yeah he's tired what, you, what is he He doesn't even do anything at, how yeah, is he tired dude, for he
0: runs around being a cat he's all a day cat. Man. yeah he sleeps and chills and runs around and but I can't do that at work cool stuff no you're not that's a cat. A double,
1: that's a double standard.
0: No, you're not a cat. Well, I
1: think he should be held just as accountable.
0: What <laughs> do you want him to get a job and No, I want rent? him.
1: There's like, I'm sure there's some small roaches or something running around this house. Like, go find them and eat them. Do be a cat.
0: I'm sure he does. It's not right now. He's murder, tired. Maybe murder maybe, some maybe, small creature. Maybe he's been doing that's it all. That's what they're designed maybe, to do. Maybe he's been doing it all day and he's tired. I doubt that very much. Dude, get off Monty's case, man.
1: He's probably been trying to figure out how to get in the food bin all day. And he's exhausted from trying.
0: Well, there you go. Something. Not productive. I just had a shiver. Well, at least...
1: I still feel bad about that thing in the 8th grade. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, let's wrap this it was up.
1: It legitimately like... Oh, 13 my God. years ago. I mean... I, I don't even remember type. her last name. That makes me feel even worse. Do
0: you remember her first name? Sasha. You looked a little not so sure. Uh, that name's pretty specific. Sasha. Though. That name's pretty specific, so. Sorry, Sasha. <laughs> if you're listening, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Please forgive me.
1: Anyways. I'm Justin Smith, Palmetto Coast Exotics. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram. At Palmetto Coast Exotics.
0: Take a bra, JLB Morelia, Even though I said this, Instagram ten Facebook, minutes ago
1: before <laughs> before you started talking, took down again.
0: that roller coaster into hell, down memory lane,
1: <laughs> right into the volcano. All
0: right, Good out, everybody.
1: It's like I was Gollum and the memory <laughs> was the ring, and I jumped into the lava to try and get it. And you smiled as you burned. Yeah, that's a total metaphor for life, dude.
0: I'm tired. Smile as you burn.
1: Yep. As you get
0: incinerated.
1: (laughs) And cease to exist. Slip into the darkness, holding your ring. (laughs) The darkness.